Round six of the AFL season is done. Uh, another big round of footy, the Anzac weekend, um, and some big, big results, including that Anzac Day game. What, you, what were your thoughts on the big Collingwood and Essendon blockbuster? Well, in my eyes, it was probably one of the um, more exciting ones in recent memory. It was close for a little bit there, but Essendon obviously broke away and won fairly convincingly. Um, which was surprising. Which was surprising. Look, uh, to be fair, though, I did say before the game, I reckon Essendon will get them. Um, I just think their young talent's looking pretty excited and they're enjoying winning or they've enjoyed their wins that they've had. And I thought, oh, I give them a good crack here. And obviously they got up by 24 in the end. So it was exciting to see. Well, I mean, you know, we always give Essen a bit of flack here, but it was, um, yeah, it was exciting to see some of their young talents stand up. But then Collingwood, on the other hand, are going to ask some questions as well. They looked terrible. But I didn't realise how many players they did have out, though. They had a lot of key players out, which didn't especially on the big stage a lot oh, of big yeah. game players of course of yeah. course i mean pendles was phenomenal as always yeah. if collingwood had won that game he would have won the yeah. anzac day medal um and there was a few others like you know but there was a lot of their efficiency was terrible they yeah. were missing kicks like it was all the simple things that they probably weren't doing as well as they would have liked to and and that's probably what cost them the most in the end yeah a lot, a lot of uh, collingwood fans were going on about the jumper clash saying that that's the reason why they kept missing Tuckets and Escaleras, which was pretty funny. But, but, but I think Essendon even, didn't have that issue. Yeah, exactly. I think even Buckley, even, I don't know if you heard, he addressed the players at halftime and he said, is the jumpers the issue? It's like, is this why we're missing targets? Can we not distinguish the two? Wow. Apparently that's legit. So yeah, I did, I did, I yeah. did hear he said, said that as well, but surely that's not yeah, it. Nah, couldn't, I, I didn't even um, notice any sort of clash, to be honest. I know the talk during the week, and a lot of people thought it was a clash, but to me, looking on the TV... Seemed fine. Well, one had a big red stripe through the yeah. middle of it. So if you couldn't see that, then exactly know, right. you get, might have to get your eyes checked. Should have got a spec savers. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the don, the Dons did look um, did look really good. Um, as much as it hurts to say. It does. It does. As much as it hurts to say, they, they did look really good. Their young players are, are a lot better than probably what everyone thought. And um, yeah, they've, they've the first six weeks of this season, they've started pretty good. How good's Nick Cox? Yeah, he's very good. He's a yeah. you know, Dodoro doesn't get much right, but he got that right. Yeah, he got that right. That was a good pickup, and he looks phenomenal. Even um, Peter Wright played the game of his life too. Oh, so. absolutely, he was looking very good. Yeah, so good signs for the bombers. Then Darcy Parish oh, played one of the all-time Anzac Day games, didn't he? That oh, was I mean, him and Swan are the only two to have forty-plus disposals yeah. in an Anzac Day game. It was yeah. uh, and cap it off with a couple of goals was nice too. Yeah, it just shows that. Players can take a while to really establish themselves at the level. Like Darcy Parrish was probably in his sixth six season, I think. So um, I'm just going to use Carlton as an example, you know, with Paddy Dow and players like that. Yeah, and they're in their third seasons. Darcy Parrish has only really come consistently good now. So some players just take a lot longer than, than what others do. You oh. can't all be Sam Walsh's. No, exactly right. It's a big jump. It's a big yeah. jump from, you know, your local level or whoever they were playing beforehand to AFL. So some people are just going to take a bit longer to develop. Darcy Parrish has been pretty good. Like, you, you saw it early on, um, but you're right. Yeah. In terms of consistency, I think this is the first yeah. real consistent year um, that he stood up. Because he was playing in the twos a lot um, over the last few years. So he's been in and, in and out of the team. Exactly right. Yeah. So He's shown a lot of glimpses, but this has been his first consistent year, and it's been good to see. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, yeah, so there's definitely a week to praise the Bombers, which is uh, which is different, but it's um, rare. No, it won't happen much here. They definitely deserve it. They played really well. Um, it was a good game of footy too. So, 
Um, a bad game of footy from the weekend. West Coast. Oh, jeez. What the hell happened? Like, we know that they're bad away from home, but that was that was like, disgusting. What, what did you call them earlier in the year? The flat track Yeah, boys? they are. It's, it, I don't think I've ever seen... I don't know, like that was the most unexpected result. A good side, well, you know, West Coast is supposed to be a good side, getting belted by 97 points. I mean, albeit in Geelong, um, at you know, at Alphabet Stadium there, GMHBA. But still, that was, yeah, I've got no idea. I didn't watch much of it. I was working at the time. It, it didn't look like a very interesting game. Geelong haven't even been that good this season. And, no, and they're able to beat them by 100 points. Jeez. Yeah. Either Geelong have just hit another gear and they're going to be real good the rest of the year or West Coast have got some serious questions. Yeah. They, well, Adam Simpson said after the game, they were weak, um, embarrassing. Like he, they're, they're things that you don't hear a coach say about their players. Those like, to call, especially to call them weak. was pretty, pretty, um, pretty brutal. I think as a West Coast fan, you almost want to hear that from your coach yeah. though. You don't want to hear, oh, I was an off day. You you want to hear him be blatantly honest yeah. and say, nah, that was weak. Like, that was an embarrassment to our club. And, I mean, 97-point loss, that is embarrassing. So, yep. I think he was on the money there. I think you need to, the players sometimes need those harsh realities. Yeah. And they're not going to go anywhere West Coast if they can't win away from home. Like, it's all all good and well, belting teams at, at Optus Stadium. But if they can't travel, what's the point? Well, where's the yeah. grand final played every year? Exactly. Well, Apart from last year, I know. Where's it played every I know, other but, year? But they're not going to finish top four if they if they're just going to go win loss win loss. No, exactly right. And it's a it's a hard spot to take at the moment, top four. Yeah, exactly. So, are they just going to be? Is that what they are now? They're just a team that just gets into the finals, wins all their home games, gets a home final, maybe wins that, maybe not, like last year, um, and then they just bow out in the, in the semis. So, yeah, I need yeah. I need to see some more. Um, more continuity away from home from West Coast before they yeah. convince me that they're going to cause any sort of trouble for any other teams this year. Yeah, they've got work to do for sure. Um, the Swans. Well, you called it. I did call it. You called it early. I, to- I told you. I, t- I told you this would happen. The Swan have let us down. Uh, it, and you know what pisses me off? It's the same people who were locking him in for finals after round four who are now saying, nah, they're not going to play finals. Like, you come on. Yeah, how quickly are they jumping oh, off the bandwagon? Like some people... Like, if you're going to back a team in, back them in. Exactly. But and of all years, though, because with the season that we've had in terms of results that have just, you know, all these bizarre results have come out of nowhere that no one's expected. You see a game like this, to then write off a team that was four and zip at one point and just say they're not going to play finals at all, it's pretty ambitious. I mm. mean, they, remember, they did knock the Tigers off by a convincing yeah. margin in round three. Exactly right. Um, like, I, I just... Because their team is so young and they've got you know players like Buddy Hill, which is, well, he's out again. But, like, yeah, players just, just keep going, coming in and out of the team. I just don't think they're they're ready enough. Like, that's what young teams do. They always start seasons well or they have, like, a really good patch during the year because they're all excited. But, yeah, eventually their their legs die off and um, the excitement wears off because they're just not consistent enough. So Well, you um, and I both did say that. We said that we think they're a good side and they can push for finals, but their young team will probably dwindle later in the year um i I don't think this loss is something that they'll be overly concerned about in terms of the rest of the year i don't think this is a sign of what's going to start happening for the rest of the season i still think it's too early for that i still think their young list will hold up for you know at least till after the till the bye um 
But, um, you know, who, who knows? Who, honestly, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, they look pretty bad on the weekend against Gold Coast. Yeah, well, they smashed it, them. it wasn't good. But then in saying that as well, Gold Coast probably needed to do that as well because yeah. they've, um, they've been underachieving this year as well. Yeah. So it was a good game on there. And, you know, all, obviously Sydney weren't great, but it was on the other side, Gold Coast were good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a team who wasn't great was the Carlton Football Club again. Before we get into this uh, this game... I want to ask you, did you see the video of the Carlton supporter abusing the yeah. fans? Oh, over absolutely. The rail? Now, I have an opinion on this. I want to hear what yours is because it was about feel, your club. I feel like I know what you're going to say here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna, and I was going to ask you your opinion first. Obviously, so for those who don't know, um, a Carlton supporter was leaning over the railing of um, where the race is, where the players walk down after the game, and hurling abuse saying stuff like, same shit every week, um, pathetic, this and that. Um, and... There's a lot of mixed opinions going out there from what I've heard so far. Um, now, I want to know what your opinion on this is as a Carlton supporter. or just and Even if it wasn't a Carlton um, fan doing that to his team, if it was another team, etc., what are your thoughts? I have no issue with it. He, he, what that is 20 years of built-up frustration right there, and that is exactly how we're all feeling. He's just the only one to really come out and do it like that, and it's gone viral. Um Everything he said, I've felt every bit of what he said there. Like that is exactly what how we are all feeling. Like we, it's we, it's the same shit every week. We've had enough. Like we're we're hurt. Like it's not, we're not even up. Like we're not even angry anymore. Like we're hurting. Like people my age have not seen Carlton ever be good. So let that sink in. Yeah, it's like nearly thirty years. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah, no, I feel you. So like I have no issue with it. Like he. He's a pay. Like I've, I've heard about who he is and whatnot. He's like a paid up, twenty to thirty year member, has a reserve seat. So he's absolutely entitled to do that. Um, you know, it's not like he's just a flaky fan. Like he's a paid up member who puts his hard earned money into the club every year, and it's the same shit all the time. Yeah. So yeah. I well, have no issue with it. Yeah. Well, see, when I first saw it, I thought not on. Purely because, I don't know, I don't like to see the abuse. And I guess even going back to, you know, when bringing it back to Richmond, when Richmond were trash and um, Danny Frawley was getting spat on by fans. I know he wasn't spitting on them, so it's different. But I remember I just thought, like, I hate that look. Um, but last night I was watching um, our good friend Terry's The Blue Abroad show uh, that he was doing. And they, they touched on it in the show. And he made a good point. He said there was no racism, there was mm. no sexism, uh, didn't get personal, he didn't attack families, um, yeah, anything exactly. like that. It was purely performance. And I thought, you know what? I actually think he's on the money. I mean, I don't feel it personally because I'm not going through it right now. But yeah, I mean, he didn't get personal with it. He just attacked their performance. And it's true. He, what, what he, and Terry even said, he listed the things that he was mentioning and he goes, was anything he said wrong? Mm. And I was like, well, you know, you know what? He makes a good point. And, and I changed my opinion on it. I, I, look, I wouldn't do it. Um, you know, even if, I think even if Richmond were trash, I wouldn't do it. But I can see why he did it. And like mm. you said, as a Carlton supporter, and from, from what I've heard of other people as well, everyone sort of feels where he's coming from. Absolutely. He, he, he's, everything he said there was on behalf of every single well, majority of Carlton supporters anyway. Especially people in our age bracket that have just seen nothing and it's the same shit all the time. So um, that was just letting everything out there. I think that was just build up and it was like, that's it. Like he just needed to let it out. So... Yeah, I have no problem with it. Yeah, as you said, didn't get personal. Like, if he started singling out players and attacking them personally, then that's different. But he was just having a go at the team. Yeah. Um, 
which is fair enough. Yeah, and and yeah. Like, like I said, I, I think now in every right to. Yeah, so. yeah, I have no problem with it, and um, man, it's pretty much that's pretty much how I speak about them every week. But yeah. It just doesn't go viral. Yeah, <laughs> not, not yet anyway. Not yet anyway. <laughs> no. Um, what did you think of Liam Stocker's goal of the year? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a pretty good goal, wasn't it? Mate, <laughs> people couldn't kick that if they tried. Yeah, no, he's uh, his first game back. Uh, since 2019 as well. So Well, it's funny because I know during the week that I saw Carlton supporters getting upset and saying, you know, you, you players have got to pick up because we've got someone like Liam Stocker sitting in the twos and should be playing and then he comes in and he does yeah. that. I mean, I didn't watch the whole game so I didn't see his full performance but that's not a good look. Yeah, I think he was okay. Um, but yeah, I th- a lot of Carlton supporters were really pushing for him to come back in the team, like which I was as well, but a lot of Carlton supporters were... Hoping he'd be the saviour, like he's going to come in and just change the team. You know, he's not. He's only 20, 21 years old. Yeah, not many play. Not many players are going to do that. No, exactly. In, in the whole league, I'm saying. So he's played very half, half a dozen of games of footy. Like just relax on him. You know, yeah, give, he, give yeah, him he a was chance. a high draft pick, but just give him a chance. He's you know, he had his injuries. He was didn't play at all last season. Um, so, yeah, but I'd like to see him stay in the team for the majority of the season, just to yeah, just. Keep him there because um, I think eventually he will move into the midfield and where he will play his best footy. So um, I thought I thought he was okay, nothing special, but the goal for Brisbane was pretty special. <laughs> the goal for Brisbane, <laughs> nah, it was pretty. It was pretty good. If I knew it was uh, deliberate, it would have been even better. But yeah. anyway, but huge game this week, which we'll, we'll touch on later. But um, we need to start getting some wins on the board. That's it. Mm. Um, a team that's got plenty of wins on the board is the Melbourne Footy Club. Mate. <laughs> What are they What's now? Going six, on? And six and zip. Mm. I tell you what, the first time since what nineteen sixty four, I think it was uh, a long time ago that they've been, they've had this sort of winning. And look, you know what? Best of luck to them as well. They they've been deprived of success for so long. You talked before about Carlton supporters not seeing any success. Try being a Melbourne supporter. They've had nothing mm. for almost. You know, when was their last flag? I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, it would um, have been in the sixties. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. I couldn't even tell you when the last flag was. So they've copped it. Probably worse than any other team going around at the moment. Um, at least St. You know, Kilda haven't won one since 66, I think, but at least they played a couple of grand finals recently. Um, well, nearly 10 years ago now. But yeah, D's have copped it, so good luck to them um, being six and zip on the weekend. And they beat my mob, which was... Uh, yeah, well, you saw them tough firsthand. To, tough to watch. Yeah. I, I love the Anzac Day Eve clash. I think it's almost become bigger than Anzac Day, um, especially because the two teams re- recently put on good shows. It's been... Pretty good game to watch um, recently. This year, not so much. And not even just because we lost. I just thought Richmond really gave nothing. Um, and I said this after the game, and this isn't taking anything away from Melbourne because I thought they were pretty good on the night. I thought they were very good on the night. Sorry, I'll take that back. They were very good on the night. Um, but I thought the way Richmond played made them made Melbourne look like hands-down premiership favourites. Mm. No one will knock them off. Like they, they looked – we made them look ten times better than what I, what I believe they are. I still think they're a great side, and they'll push like deep in the finals. And I'm not. I say I reckon if, even if Richmond played their best footy, they could, still could have knocked us off. I'm not taking that away from them. I just thought the way we played was, oh, probably as bad as the Sydney game a few weeks ago, mm. which now makes me start to raise my eyebrow a bit. And like I'm not not too concerned, but it makes you think, geez, is is this it now? Is it, is it? Yeah. Are we are we going downhill or mm. or what? I mean, I know Richmond last year even had a bad start to the year, and you know, look how that worked out. So I'm not. Too concerned in that sense, but yeah, we can't we can't be getting pushed around like that. And I don't think Richmond have a plan B once their game plan gets mm. found out. And I think that's our <coughs> biggest issue at the moment. Yeah, teams are just 
got you figured out. Yeah, seems, I mean, like, yeah. it's a pretty simple game plan. Everybody knows what it is, but kick I think... It, kick it to Dusty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when he doesn't really get many touches in the first half and then goes <laughs> off concussed, it doesn't help. But um, And I think, you know, we got, I'll touch on it later, we've got the dogs coming up this week, but with the injury list that we've got building now, it's going to be tough to... We, we really got to dig in because we've got the dogs and then Geelong. Yeah. Um, and we, I really thought we needed to win this game mm. um, because the next couple of weeks aren't going to be any easier. And it was a big chance too. Yeah. Um, early on, the f- I tell you what, I was watching the game. The first quarter, I looked at the people I was with next to me and I said, we're looking good tonight. Like our pressure was the exact Richmond pressure everybody expects to see. Um, Jack kicks a goal off the ground, left boot from the boundary line. Like I thought, I, it's, it's going to be our night. It's going to be our night. Second quarter starts and that quickly changed. Mm. So good good on Melbourne. I thought they played really good footy. Um they're Richard. exciting to watch Petrarca. In the wet as well. In the wet. Right. And that's when Richmond usually exactly. thrive. Yeah. Uh, Petrarca, Oliver, Salem, I think all had 35-plus touches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great great performances all around. And I think Richmond have a lot to improve on from my personal point yeah. of view. But, yeah, nah, Melbourne are looking pretty good. So, Dusty, he's going to be out he'll next miss, week as well. Yeah. yeah. So, concussion, he'll miss yeah. this week. And um, is that, But does that, again... No dusty, no tigers, almost, isn't it? Well, a lot of people say that, but well, it's, well when did he go? What part of the game did he go off? I, I'm actually not sure because I didn't. He wasn't really having much influence before that. Hibbard yeah. was tagging him. Well, well there pretty you well. go. Like he still wasn't at, like. Does that show? Like, is it you too reliant on his special moments? Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe that's what it is. I mm. look. I thought. Look, if the game had to come down to you know last five minutes and there was a point in it or something like that and Dusty wasn't on the ground and we lost, I'd be like, yeah, if Dusty was on the ground, we win that because yep. he's so big in those yeah. moments. But they were just all over us. I mean, Cochin, I think, had four disposals at halftime. Yeah. Like, that's not like him. Yeah. Um, a lot of our guys didn't say that. The only guy I think from Richmond that really can hold his head high was Shea Bolton. Mm. And I thought he was our best player by a country mile. So, anyway, there's a lot to look into there for on a Richmond point of view, but... I think we'll be okay going forward. He's got a couple of big games. We've sort of got to get out of the way. Yeah, but this is what you love, though. Big stage over the next couple of weeks. Backs it's against the wall. Yeah. Um, and I've got a, there's a bunch of young guys in our list that I'm really looking forward to seeing play. Yeah. And I think now we've got a bunch of... I'll mention them later. We've got a bunch of injuries. There's going to be some opportunities. Mm, yeah. Um, well, can the Ds win the flag? I think they can. Mm. I think they can. I know I said before that, you know, they look like a premiership. I don't, I don't think they're the premiership favourite, but I think they can. Yeah. I, I think, think they can, can be, for sure. I mean, give them another few weeks. I'll see how they play against them. Well, they'll be 7 zip. They've got North this week. Well, that's it. And it's funny because I said before this game, like, everyone's like, oh, Melbourne are good. And I said, yeah, but I still think they're good. But I'm like, but who have they beaten? I haven't yeah. beaten anybody good. Now everybody's going, well, they've beaten Richmond now. Yeah. I said, yeah, but I said, did you see the Richmond they played? I mean, that's not taking anything away from them because they didn't play Richmond at a very good standard. But in saying that, you can only play with what you dealt. Yeah. And they belted us. So yeah. good on them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the dogs as well, are they? Can they win the flag? Yeah, I think, they, I think absolutely. I think so. Come I on, they're almost the favourites. Well, I think they can. Their midfield is just too good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I think that mo- that lets them down slightly is maybe their backline isn't as strong as they might like it to be. But I mean, you've seen teams, yeah, you know, win flags with you know less. So um, yeah, no, I think I think they're definitely right up there as well, and they're just sort of bullying teams at the moment. Yeah, they are. They've got a couple of injuries though, which which is going to test them. But um, I think they've got the best depth in the competition as well. So I think, for me anyway, they're going to be there. They are one of the favourites, if not the favourite at the moment. They're probably the most informed team in the comp. Yeah, so, they'd have yeah. to be. I mean, in saying that, you know, obviously them and Melbourne both haven't lost a game, but just yeah. from what I've seen from Bulldogs the Bulldogs have looked more um, dominant. Yeah, than yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly right. I think they're they're definitely probably the premiership favourites for mine at the moment. Yeah. 
Um, what do you make of the Lockie Neal umpire incident? Well, there's been a bit of talk about it. Yeah, look, I, I'm big on, well, not big on, but like, I definitely don't agree with, um, you know, contact with an umpire, physical contact with an umpire. Um, but in the same token, I think you really get it. Like Damien Barrett was big on this and he was saying that Lockie Neal should have been banned, uh, suspended for a week because he tapped the umpire on the shoulder and was saying, because he was claiming, basically what happened was he was looking for a free, a high free kick. The umpire didn't pay it, didn't think it was there. Mind you, Lockie Neal is bleeding from the face. He goes, well, how do you think I got this? And he's tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. And he's been fined 1500 bucks. Look, I know the rule, you can't touch an umpire, so it is what it is. I'm not too concerned about that. But for Damien Barrett to come out and go, no, nah, needs to be harsher penalties. I'm like, he didn't assault him. He got his attention. Yeah. I know it. Uh, what are these umpires made of, you know, what are them, what are them, balsa wood or something that you can't touch them? Like, don't, you know what I mean? You're not, yeah, you don't touch them because it's the rule, but you get a, I don't know, I think you get to have some common sense with it. He wasn't trying to be physical with him, he wasn't trying to bully him, he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, and if, yeah. you know what? The, the players are going to get frustrated. The umpires are going to make bad calls, and that's just going to happen. I mean, it's so confusing for them right now. Mm. I don't blame them for making a couple of bad decisions now, like, you know, whenever they do. I mean, I do at the time, but yeah. <laughs> in hindsight, with the, the way that what they've got in front of them, I don't blame them. But, yeah, yeah no, nah, I I think it's probably been blown out of proportion a little bit. Yeah. Well, Lockie Neal came out and said he didn't even realise he did it. So, it's like a split-second decision. You don't even... Oh, it'd be, really, it'd be one know. of those things where he's literally just gone like, oi, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And like you'd do with anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the umpire's just a person at the end of the day. They're not... Yeah, yeah so, I don't know. I, I think it's been blown out of proportion. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. The fine is there because that's the rule and you get to stick by your rules. And yep. I think that's it. That's enough of it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the round seven games. Uh, round seven this week. Wow, it's gone... Uh, How quick is this going? Going very quick. Um, but we've got an absolute blockbuster to kick it off on Friday night. We've got Richmond and the Bulldogs, as we spoke about before. Oh, oh boy, that's going to be that's really looking forward to this one. I mean, no, no, I know you guys come off a, a pretty, which, which makes it even more interesting because you guys have come off a bad loss, which means you're going to be wanting to bounce back very strongly against a Bulldogs team who we just mentioned before have been dominant, the most dominant team so far this season. So. Going to be an absolute belter. Well, that's it. And we both got a couple of injuries. I know the dogs yeah. have um, Tim English and Dunkley out, um, yep. who are both very important players. Um, and Richmond at the moment still missing Prestia, I've lost and mm. um, Dusty now, Kane Lambert, and Grimes is potential to miss as well. Yep. I think he'll more than likely play, but he's a chance. And with those guys out, it, it really tests, tests our depth, um, which I think we've got. I think we do have good depth. I think it's about um, blooding some younger players now and – as much as you want to win these sort of games, I mean, we don't really have much choice at the moment. Put these yeah. young guys in, give them an opportunity, see how they stand up and test them going forward. So I'm really excited for this. And in saying that, I'm actually, as we speak, buying tickets right now because it's just hit 10 o'clock and that's when the uh, that's when the tickets come out. You're doing this while, while doing the podcast. Well, Matt, wow. I can't miss these that's tickets. I think it? I've just gotten level two on the wing as well. You beauty. Yeah. Um, that's commitment for you. But um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm excited for it. I hate doing this, and uh, we've said it in the past. I don't do it very often, but I, I think I'm going to have to tip the dogs. Um, Tipping against your team. Well, yeah. I've done it before. I've done it before, and it's actually worked out in our <laughs> favour, and we've gotten up. Um, I just think with our injuries at the moment, and from what I saw last week, I mean, I know we won't play – well, I hope we don't play as poorly as we did last week. Um, but like you said, the dogs have just been bullying teams lately. Mm. So I just think that um, – yeah, I think they'll pro they'll probably get the job done, us, done on us. They might touch us up a bit, but – I guess we won't know till we uh till we see Friday night. Yeah, uh, I, I'd, 
I reckon I'd I'll tip the dogs as well, but geez, it would not surprise me if Richmond just came out and and wiped the floor, really. This is what you're capable of, isn't it? Well, that's but the thing. And I want to see us I mean, I think this would be just huge in terms of sending a message to the rest of the yeah. club saying, Yeah, look, you we got done last week. Mm. But we're not going anywhere. That, that's what I want to see. The other Bulldogs come out and smash you, then what? Oh, yeah, they, then there's then there's panic stations for Richmond. Then isn't it? personally, yeah. yeah, I start to panic a little bit, and I think, oh, geez, like what's going to happen now the yeah. rest of the year? But in saying that, like I said, we do have those injuries, and they're important players. Mm. So this I don't know. happened in 2019 as well. I think it happened last year too. We lost a yeah. few games early. But even, no, 2019, you had a lot of injuries. Oh yeah, you, yeah. But then you won like the last ten in a row or something, didn't you? Yeah, and then and won they, the flag, and we yeah. came back at the right time. Yeah. Which look. It, which you you, you, so you know you're capable of it. I know we're capable of it, but you don't want to rely on that happening. No, you don't. Like you don't want to think because oh, it can't happen all the time. It's not yeah. going to happen every year. We, you, everyone says, "Oh, Richmond, it, you know, it happens. They'll bounce back." But yeah, but, yeah cool. But you still got to play finals. You still got to make finals. Yeah. If we keep playing the way we're playing, I don't see us, we won't make yeah. finals. You know <laughs> what I mean? Which I think we still will. But yeah, yeah got to be more careful than that. Yeah. Uh, Saturday afternoon, we've got Collingwood and Gold Coast at the MCG. Jeez, Collingwood need to show something here. Yeah, this could be Collingwood lose this. Um, I think Nathan Buckley's going to be gone after this game. Well, he almost has to be, doesn't he? Yeah, they can't beat Gold Coast at the MCG. They, yeah, that's. I mean, they're already in big trouble, and they're sitting second last on the ladder with only a w- one win to their name. Um, but um, they're no, they're no showing for this. I, I like Gold, Gold Coast chances. They they were really impressive last week, um, and it's going to really test them at the MCG though, where they don't play often. That's it. Well, do you, do you think if Collingwood do lose this, do you automatically? I mean, I know it's been ta- talked about all the time, but do you automatically just go see you later, Bucks? Or do you? I think the do heat, you take their injuries into consideration? The heat's going to be too strong. I think mm. you know what it's like with the with the Collingwood Carlton, Richmond Essendon. Yeah. Whenever shit goes down, the yeah. heat is amplified. Text so the coach, see you later, get rid of him. Or yeah. just something. They just want some. That something needs to change. So. Yep. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Look, I, from what I saw last week. I know there's on, on the um, you know sports bet here we've got Collingwood as the favourites, but from what I saw last week, I think Gold Coast will get up. Yeah. That's oh, juicy look, odds for them. I can say very juicy odds for them as well. Gamble responsibly, Quinn. Of course, yeah. always. But um, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think I think Gold Coast will win, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Collingwood just go, nah, we're home deck, we're not losing this game, yeah. we can't afford to lose this game, yeah. and just come out and... Have a field day with them, but I'm going to tip the Suns be a little bit on on the edge, okay. a bit controversial. I'm going to give Collingwood one more chance. If they can't win this, then that's it. Curtains for them. I mean, there's probably curtains for them already, but I think that'll really they're going to be they'll they'll be bottom four if they, if can't, they can't win this. Yeah, if they can't yeah. beat Gold Coast at the at the G. Yeah, they're sitting second last at the moment. Yeah, mind you, let's uh let's uh, so they're pretty much the worst team in the comp. So let's take North a don't mom- count. Yeah, North don't count. So let's take a moment to remember that Collingwood are now sitting second last on the ladder. <laughs> I haven't used that in a couple of weeks. I've been waiting back. for it. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, we've got Adelaide and GWS also on Saturday afternoon at the Adelaide Oval. Um, the Crows are playing some fantastic footy. I love the way they play. They're playing Attacking, really well. entertaining footy. Oh, it's good to watch. It's mm. enjoyable. Um, and then the Giants, on the other hand, not so much. I'm surprised the Giants are actually heading in this the favourite, especially yeah. at Adelaide Oval. I think the Crom will get this one done. Yeah, I think they will as well. Um, I'm surprised at those odds. Giants haven't really. I mean, they've had a, they've had a they had a good win. Was it last week? They had a good win or the week before? Can't remember now. Well, they were thirty mind. points up against the Hawks on Sunday. The and 
blew it. And they blew it. Yeah. yeah. So that that's concerning. But they played they play really really good footy, really attractive footy. It's so exciting to watch. Yeah. So look, I'm at home as well. I'm going to tip um, yep. Adelaide for well, sure. I'm going to go the Crom as well. Um, we've got St Kilda Hawthorne later that day. Hawthorne. <laughs> I'm sorry, St Kilda fans, hard, but it what is hard to mount a case for the Saints. I mean, they're, they're, once again, they're going in the favourites. But I mean, yeah. what? It's because it's at Marvel. Yeah, but they haven't. I know. I know, two, I know. You can't not show anything for two weeks. They've been smashed. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's not even just, you know, they've lost two games in a row because it happens to every team, but you, they've been belted. Yeah. Like I said, Richmond got belted. We lost by 34 points. They've lost Adelaide, I mean, St. Kilda, sorry, lost, what, I think it was 89 to us or 86 points to us. And what they lose by on the weekend, it was yeah, like... Yeah, it was like 60 points. Yeah, yeah. they've been getting belted. Yeah. So, and Hawthorne, on the other hand, like you said, they, they crawled back from uh, 34 points yeah. down or whatever it was and... Got a good win, and I think they're looking quite exciting as well. Their yeah. young guys are really starting to stand up and show, play some good footy, so I reckon they'll get the job done. Yeah, I'm going to sit the Hawks as well. Um, yeah, just can't, you just can't trust St Kilda. That's that's the thing. That's all it comes down to. They've just been ordinary this season. I so. hate to be a Saints fan right now. Yeah. I mean, you can relate it's in the up. sense that the, the hype gets built up. I know it happens with Carlton most years where the hype gets built, and when it doesn't quite hit there, you get disappointed. Yeah. But Saints last year played finals. Looked like they were going to be a very good side this year, and so far, I mean, that really doesn't look like they'll play finals at all. No, nah, not at all. No way. No, you wouldn't back them in after the start they've had. No, no, exactly. I mean, it's still plenty of time to turn it around, but at this yeah. stage, we're saying no. Uh, Saturday night, we've got Brisbane and Port Adelaide at the Gabba. It's going to be an absolute ripper. Brisbane are back in form now, and Port Adelaide, are, um, yeah, been great all season. Um, so this is going to be this is going to be huge. Well, you've called them flat track bullies, Port Adelaide. Yeah, what do you reckon going up to the Gabba? I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll win. I think Brisbane are, are now getting their form back um, after a, a slow first few weeks. Um, and yeah, they're looking really good. They're looking really classy. Brisbane and at the Gabba, I think they'll be. I think they'll beat Port, and they smashed Port at the Gabba last year. Last year as well. Yeah, they so did. They did. It's a bit of a fortress up there for them now, and yep. especially now they're good. A lot of the fans are coming back, which creates yep. that atmosphere. And yeah, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip in the lines as well. I reckon they'll get the job done, but I I don't think it'll be. I don't think they'll smash them again. Nah, I reckon this will be a be really close. tight game yep. um, and come down to the wire. But, yeah, Lions for me. Yeah. Uh, also on Saturday night, we've got Sydney and Geelong at the SCG. Um, well, two weeks ago, we probably would have tipped Sydney. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tip against Geelong after coming yeah. off a 97-point win. So, And Sydney didn't show a lot. But in saying that, like we said, Geelong haven't been the Geelong we've known them to be this year. Was it a fluke they got up? Was it? I mean, you, I mean, do you fluke ninety-seven point wins? I don't know. I don't know. You, you don't. You don't fluke those. No, so look, that's a I, big win. Yeah. I'm, I'm, st- I'm tipping Geelong. Um, uh, yeah, I think Geelong's experience will get them over the line. They've had a bit of a taste for it now. Jeremy Cameron's back in the side, looking yeah. good. So yeah, Geelong for yeah, me. Yeah, Geelong as well. Uh, Sunday Arvo, we've got North Melbourne and Melbourne. Um, it so says it says Tassie, Blundstone. But, but I, I feel like they were going to change it to Marvel because of the whole WA. Um, COVID thing because North have just come from there and apparently you can't travel down there. Ooh, okay, so yeah. There was talk that might be changed to Marvel, but it doesn't look like it has been yet. But it could that by the time um the round rolls around, it could be back in Melbourne. That's it. I'd say what, <laughs> before well, it doesn't really matter where it is. It, I don't know. think it matters where it is. I'm surprised we're touching on it, but I'm glad we are actually because talking about juicy odds, mate. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> North Melbourne paying fifteen dollars. <laughs> That's more than what they were paying against Geelong. That's ridiculous. Geelong. That's yeah. ri- I'm gonna. I, that's I'm gonna worth. That's worth something. I'm gonna have to put a couple yeah. of bucks in <laughs> north to get up this one. But yeah, no, nah, Mel- Melbourne will be seven and zip by the end of the yeah, round for sure. Uh, Sunday Arvo, we've got oh Essendon and Carlton at the MCG. Uh, 
the grudge match, the game I look forward to the most every season. Um, I'm so excited but so scared. Like when I think about what could happen in this game, it scares the shit out of me. Because if we lose to this scum of the earth, we're in big trouble. No, it's funny. I was listening to, like I said, the Blue Board Show last night, um, and he had on one of the boys from the Almost Blues Brothers podcast. Yeah, doing great things, by the way. Fantastic. Yeah. I, every, you know, even I, I appreciate what they're doing. Um, but yeah, and he came on and he said, I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. And there's not one thing I can pinpoint it to, but I just hate Essendon so, so much. Mm. But th- he's got no reasoning for it. And I guess it must just be that yeah. rivalry and it's just... Same as me as well. Yeah. And, th- and this, is, this is what I want to know as well. I mean, I know clubs have done this in the past. Do you think throughout the week they bring in past players and get them to hype it, hype the game up almost and be like, this is what this means to us, this game. Like, yeah. we can't lose to Essendon. Yeah. What I've happens if you guys lose to Essendon this week? I, I don't even want to yeah. think about because I've seen how the fans have been reacting lately from Carlton's point of view. If you, if you guys lose to Essendon, I'm scared to see what happens. Princess Park will be burned down and I'll be first there if we, if <laughs> oh we lose, no. if we lose oh to no. Essendon. It's just if you do, can you bring a camera and we'll use it for content <laughs> for, the, for the podcast? Well, one, because it's Essendon and we hate them. Two, and then brother. It, it's where our season's at. Three, Essendon aren't. Well, I mean, they had a great win on the weekend, but they're not that great. We're, we're much better than them this season. Well, we should be anyway. On paper, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So we can't be losing this game. I think. Do you think what it comes down to is why? And I think Terry said this as well, so I'm ripping this off him. But on, like I said, on paper, Carlton is better than Essendon. Yeah. But on effort, um, it's effort. Yeah. So you must have heard the same thing. Have I? No, I don't. Oh, I'm, you just I'm, get you no, just got it right. Oh, no. well, there you go. Yeah, it all comes say, down to effort. Yeah, which really. means that if you guys lose to Essendon, Essendon just cared more than you did. Mm. So yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, but were you were you um, sneakily getting prepared to lose this game because there were photos rolling around over the weekend <laughs> um, of you with a red and black scarf on? So I couldn't see quite clearly what was written on it, but it did look very Essendon like. So for those that don't know, my girlfriend goes for Essendon, so. Um, it's a bit of a tough situation. Jeez, um, this weekend will be interesting. <laughs> um, but I did tell her, what did I? She's like, oh, if Essendon win, I'll, I'll I'll put the scarf over your neck, and you need to get a photo with it. So yeah, all right, that's fine. I'll do it. Didn't expect him to get up. No, I didn't. I didn't pick Essendon to win yes uh, the other day, um, and they did, and I got a photo. I wasn't wasn't loving it. Yeah, I honestly, I don't want to sound rude, but like. Putting that scarf on, I felt sick. Like, oh it actually no. made me feel sick. I was like, this is, oh, it was yuck. Um, if, if it makes you feel any better, the local club I play for at the moment, Elston Week, we wear Essendon Chuffles yeah, straight jersey, and it's, it. it's difficult to put on. So, I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain, but let me say, let me tell you, if, uh, if you guys lose this week, oh, jeez. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm so scared. So scared. Um, it's like, if we... If, if we win this, it's just going to be relief more than anything. Like we just need to, we just need to win this because we can't lose to Essendon. Can you imagine? <laughs> One, the media will go. They've already come hard at us, but can you imagine? Jeez, Kane and Corns will have a field day. The Essendon supporters will not let up on this, um, and Carlton supporters, we, we will give up. We will honestly, that'll be it. Like we'll be done because no. you can't lo- losing. T- like it's the biggest. Carlton, well, Carlton and Essendon fans will consider this the biggest rivalry. Um, probably the most fierce between the fans, anyway. Oh, I think definitely yeah. between the fans, for sure. And these you, two, you, you these just want those, you want the players to feel it as well, though, because that'll yeah, fire them up. That's what I hope. I just hope the players 
feel it as much as the fans do because the players can feel it as much as the fans do. We will we will win. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not I'm not confident we should win, but from a mutual point of view, I just really want to see a good game of footy. Yeah, yeah, it should be a good game. Um, I'll be there supporting the boys. Fingers crossed. Right, if you, get, if you guys lose, something tells me you're going to be that bloke hanging over the race, oh, giving it to him. Oh, absolutely. And I won't be. It will be more than one bloke doing it. It won't next be week. just you. It'll be majority of the eighty thousand members that we've got will be doing that to him next week. Scary. Um, all right. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Oh, that's how much. That's how much it means to me. That's what um, you're going to sound like when you, you lose next week, mate. <laughs> crying. All right. The last game of the round, we've got the Derby, West Coast and Frio. So normally a pretty exciting one. For, well, actually, it still is, I guess, because West Coast coming off a massive loss. Obviously, going back home, but against the Dockers, who are what three in a row now, I think. Yeah. So they're all so. fired up, and they're they're looking, you know, well, good. I reckon. I'm yeah. going to put put them in the good category. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think they're absolutely. They're right. in the eight. They're doing well. Exactly yeah. right. They'd be very happy with how they're going at the moment. They're flying three in a row, and West yep. Coast coming off an absolute belting. You still tip West Coast going into this game, but because it's back at. In Perth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but then in saying that, the oh, Dockers no, but they're play both at Perth. Yeah, yeah, the Dockers play well there as well. It's yeah. their home ground too, so I think it would be for an interesting game. But I do think West Coast are a stronger side. Yeah, um, I think they'll bounce back after yeah. last week. They have to. Yeah, I think they have to. And um, you know, and but it, you know what, Frio, I think good. if they put yeah. in a good performance and lose, it's still you don't want to say honourable loss, but it almost still is an honourable loss from where their list is at to where West Coast's list is at. Yeah. You wouldn't expect Freo to win anyway. So I'm gonna t- I'm tipping West Coast, but I think watch out for Freo. They'll be an exciting team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um all right. Well that is round seven done. Big games to look forward to. Um yeah, as I said, both our teams have got some massive games this weekend. There's gonna be big consequences if both of us don't lose. So we really are excited and nervous at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it already. Yeah. I'm feeling it already. And just for an update, for everyone wondering, I did manage to get tickets before too, so <laughs> I'm go- I'll am i be at the game. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, but yeah, that is that is us done uh, for this episode. Um, it's been great again. And as always, it's brought to brought to you guys by our great sponsors. So we've got Millie and Ma, who make uh, beautiful homemade Australian-only uh, gift boxes. So if you're looking for a present for Mother's Day, yeah. which I know I said about a month ago was around the corner, it is around the corner now. It's coming up. So if you're looking for a present for Mum, don't forget her this year. Get her a Million Mile gift box. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. who else are we sponsored by? And then we've got Retrojet, Retrojet Prince. Go ends. Woo! 